Welcome back to the Attitude Effort Results Podcast. I am your host, Tanner Natsky. This month, we're going to continue to talk about things that we are passionate about, that we believe you will find important. To start, I am very grateful for you, and I'm really excited to give these tips out today. Today, we're talking about how to win eight times before America wakes up. Statistically, people in the United States of America wake up at 7.30 a.m. That's a pretty good time. You're above average. If you wake up just before that, 7.30, you're going to get a really good day of work in, a really good day of school in. But how can we win eight times before America wakes up? Imagine the productivity you will have and the passion you will have towards your career path, the energy, the motivation, when you know you're killing everybody. You're winning eight times before people wake up. Some people only win two or three times a day. Imagine how much more ahead you're going to be when you win eight times before America wakes up. That's what we're talking about. Four of them today, four of them next week. And listen, you guys know that I wake up early. That's who I am. That's what I do. But I am not going to sit here and tell you that I enjoy getting up early every morning. (laughs) I'm also not going to tell you that it's easy, right? Like the difficulty of getting up in the morning is just that it's difficult. But it can be overcome by the dedication of your craft, Right, Of course, that first couple of times you get up is going to be difficult. But if you stack your wins, if you get up 15 minutes early every month, if you wake up at 10 a.m. right now, you're not going to get to 5 a.m. overnight. It's probably not even healthy. But if you wake up 15 minutes early every month, you'll never notice a difference. And then if you do it again the next month, you'll never notice. So don't go from zero to 100 because Tanner Natsky said so. I think that's a terrible idea. But do try to get a little bit better Every single month. A couple tips to to wake up earlier, because that is what we're talking about today, is waking up before America does, before the average person does. Put your alarm somewhere where you can't reach it, right? This forces you to physically get out of bed. You might throw stuff at the alarm. Maybe, Maybe it just gets you active by throwing everything you can at the alarm. But once you're up, you're more likely, once you're up and out of bed, you're more likely to stay out, right? Use a motivational alarm. Let David Goggins wake you up. You guys want to get up early? You guys want to be fired up in the morning and you want to scream at your phone at at 5 a.m.? Listen to a a David Goggins alarm. (laughs) And if that doesn't help, I've said this before on a podcast, but use a friend. Challenge a friend to wake you up. Challenge a friend to wake up together. Hold each other accountable. Give them a wake-up call. Text them. We're going to dive into these four wins. We're going to talk about these four today. And these are all in my daily routine, a concrete daily routine. And when I don't do these items, I actually feel weird. That's how powerful I believe these four today items are important. And that's why I'm so passionate about giving this information to you today. What you do with it is up to you. My goal is not to make you do these four things. My goal is actually to talk to myself and talk about how I've found success and how others have told me they found success, especially in the sports industry, because this thing will eat you alive. And so a daily routine is important. Let's dive in. Gratitude. We talked about this on Thanksgiving. I know it was released Thanksgiving morning because I promised you that every single Thursday I'd be releasing an episode. If you haven't listened to it, take a look. It's awesome. I start with a gratitude prayer every morning. 
That's how I start my day. And I look through a gratitude lens every single morning. It's the first thing. And if you think looking at life through a gratitude lens doesn't completely change your life, I'm actually not sure that this podcast is for you. And that's okay because everything I say probably you don't agree with. And everything that is put out there on social media, I don't agree with. And I think if you do, (laughs) you're probably not being true to yourself. And if you don't look at gratitude as as an opportunity to completely change your life, it might not be for you. Because this thing works. And a lot of people wake up and immediately start thinking about work, start thinking about school, start stressing about practice, about money. They worry about the exam they have coming up. Yo, why would you put your body in a heightened state of worry, stress, anxiety first thing in the morning? Imagine if you do this right before you go to bed and then you wake up with it. You don't think your body's going to be stressed out all night? No wonder you're you're worried, anxious, and stressed throughout the day. It's the last thing you thought about and the first thing you thought about when you woke up in the morning. So for me, I wake up with a prayer. It doesn't have to be intense. doesn't have to be a long prayer. You guys know that I'm a strong believer. And if you're not, that's okay. I'm not pushing faith here. Instead, just say a gratitude thought out loud. Just say what you're thankful for in life. Take a moment to be thankful and very grateful to a friend, a family member, an experience you had, whatever it may be. Start your day with gratitude because your mood will change. Maybe not the first time, right? This is not a one-time fix because scientifically, it takes 21 days to start a habit and 66 days for a new habit to be automatic. And you know what's weird? I said it earlier, these things are concrete. And if I don't do these, I actually feel weird, right? With this morning routine, my trigger for my morning prayer is my feet hitting the ground in the condo in Arizona. Every time my feet hit the ground, my brain says, say a gratitude prayer. Lord, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for my beautiful fiance. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be elite today. That's it. That's my prayer. But when I went home for Thanksgiving, I never said my morning prayer. I never said it which is interesting because it was over Thanksgiving. And that's when most people have have a heightened sense of gratitude. But my trigger is my feet hitting the floor in Arizona. And I didn't notice it until the day I got back and my feet hit the floor. So what can you do to give your body a trigger to have gratitude each morning? Number two is your hygiene routine. This may seem simple, and it might seem like you could overlook this, but if you want to be elite at the professional level or in whatever you do, if you want to be an elite cheerleader, if you want to be an elite mathematician, if you want to be an elite teacher, you have to have good hygiene. And you might think it's funny. I actually kind of do too. But there are individuals with poor hygiene in the professional workspaces. People tend not to gravitate towards those individuals. So what is your morning hygiene routine? It doesn't have to be spectacular, but I want you to be aware of what it is. I'm not saying change it. I'm not saying you have to scrub down in 11 layers of deodorant, right? But just be aware of it. Research shows that around half of your daily activities 
Yo, think of how many activities you do in a day. You walk, you open a door, drink water, open a fridge, use the TV remote. Around half of your daily activities, you don't even think about. So how can you create a system where you don't even think about your morning routine? You just get up and do it. Boom, gratitude, boom, hygiene, boom, hydrate and nourish, boom, this, that. How can you create that? You have to consistently think about what you want, right? This is not what I want. This is what you want. Think about that and then intentionally create a morning routine with triggers that set you off for each thing you do in the morning. And once it's created, it's automatic every time. It's like driving home. <laughs> it's like driving home from school and you take the same route every single day. And at the end of the school year, you've done this, what, 150 times? You pull into the garage and you're like, huh, I don't really remember driving home tonight. <laughs> Who, who's had that happen? Right? Why is that? It's because your brain knew the route. It was automatic. So how can you create an automatic routine and how can you include hygiene in that? Because it is extremely important in the professional world. Number three, hydrate and nourish your body. Again, I'm not saying that you need to have a certain amount of diet or a certain amount of this and that, right? That's not for me. I don't excel in that. I'll never say that. However, Hydrating the body is extremely important. Who out there gets headaches consistently? Who out there has a slow metabolism? You can eat one piece of bread and you're like, dude, that's been sitting in my stomach for a week. Right? Drink water early and kickstart that thing, dude. Let your body know nice and early that, yo, it's time to go to work. It doesn't have to be a full gallon, right? Like you're not chugging a full gallon at 5 a.m. <laughs> Please don't do that. Probably not healthy. But take a glass of water. When you wake up, knock that thing back. Tell your body, hey, let's go to work. Right? Let's get your body moving. Let's get your blood pumping. A lot of people are really slow at getting up in the morning. They're droggy. Shoot, who do you know that comes to class at 10 a.m.? First of all, looks, the hygiene part, like they literally just rolled out of bed. You don't want to sit next to them. Their hair is in a bird's nest. And you saw them wear those clothes out the night before, right? Take care of your hygiene. Number two, get your body flowing, get your blood pumping, drink a glass of water, get that thing moving. Again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a professional in this. However, Dr. Picano has done a bunch of studies on this. And after one of his studies, he said, and I quote, after a high-protein breakfast, your blood sugar can remain low for up to four hours. By contrast, starting the day with refined carbs sends your blood sugar or your blood surging and quickly crashing, leaving you feeling tired and hungry. Protein also keeps you feeling more full and satisfied after your morning meal. So right after hydrating, what does Dr. Picano say? Not Tanner. Tanner doesn't say anything. He's not that smart. What does Dr. Picano say? Eat a high-protein breakfast. This is actually so simple. I grew up eating cereal every single 
morning. All the way through my second year in my professional career in Miami, I was 25 years old. And I was eating cereal every morning. I loved it. I would switch it up. Sometimes I've had Cheerios, Frosted Flakes, Corn Pops, right? Sometimes I get super wild and do those cookie things. What are they? Like the, there's like a wolf or something that's on a cookie box. There's no way that should be marketed as a good good breakfast. It was just cookies and milk. It tasted incredible. (laughs) But I was eating clean all day. And I was very conscious of what I was eating. But I was bloated all the time. I was tired in the morning. Right around 10 a.m., I hit a wall. I didn't really feel good. But I discounted my breakfast meal because I just always ate cereal. It's just like waking up in the morning. I just always woke up. I just always put pants on in the morning, right? Like it's just something you just always do. But I, I started to be aware of my surroundings. I started to observe how I felt. And in writing this episode with Hunter, he actually talked about how he did a trial with himself, right? This isn't something, again, that needs to change immediately. It's something that you should observe of your body. How does your body react to cereal? Try it for two weeks and observe and write down what you're feeling like at 10 a.m. Then take a week to let your body refresh in eating, call it just eggs, just straight protein, and now for two weeks, see how your body feels at two a or at, at ten a.m. Right? Like, I'm not saying that it's going to be the best fix, but I am saying that from what I've learned and from high performing individuals, one in the sports industry, forget athletes, you know that they're doing this, right? But in the sports industry, in the sales industry, in an, in nursing, in teaching, when you're using high energy and high exertion often, why would you not start with a high protein? Some people are waking up, not eating breakfast, going to grab a cup of coffee, and at 10 a.m., they're crashing, and after lunch at 1 p.m., they're crashing, and they're like, God, today stinks. I've been super tired all day. No, duh. (laughs) You've been tired all day. You haven't given your body any energy to feed off of. All you've done is given yourself caffeine, which is actually a suppressant, and I know I'm attacking people right now. Like, I I know that I'm not saying that everything I say is gospel, but what I am saying is you probably, if you feel attacked, you probably feel that I'm correct because I can't offend anybody. Newsflash. You can only offend yourself (laughs) if it's true. Because if you came up to me right now and said, I hate your pink hair, I'd be like, well, thanks, but I don't have pink hair and I don't feel offended by it. (laughs) So if I'm attacking you, you can message me about it. That's cool. But it's correct, right? Like eat, just eat it. It does, again, it doesn't have to be the highest in protein ever. You're not a, you know, if you are a high level athlete, you probably are already doing this. But like most normal people don't need a thousand calories of extremely high end protein. But if you're going to be elite, if you're going to be successful, you got to be working early. One of the things that I've learned in working in the premium space is the people that I meet, like everybody's responding to texts at 7 a.m. because everybody's already been up for an hour or two. You're listening to this podcast because you want to grow. You're listening to this podcast because you're young and want to get into the sports industry and want to break in. Here's something for you. I guarantee all of the successful people and the people that are at the top of their craft in this industry and in most industries, your CEOs, your founders, your owners, they're up 
before seven for sure. They're working before seven. I remember talking to my VP, my former VP, and that dude was working an hour or two before he came into the office. Like the elite individuals, not only in this industry, but in the world are up early and ready to rock. So how can you put yourself in a positive situation where you can start to be in that elite group? Number four, this is my last point today, and we're going to dive in super deep here because I think it's extremely important. You guys all heard this before. Chances are, if you listen to the podcast, you actually most likely already do this. So I don't want you to take just my advice. I want you to take it directly from the Mayo Clinic because they happen to be really good at what they do. (laughs) And if you don't know what the Mayo Clinic is, Google it. There's a couple different things, five specifically, the Mayo Clinic talks about when working out, which is number four. You want to win eight times before America wakes up? The fourth thing you're doing is working out. And as you can see, if you're following along and taking notes, or even if you're just cognitively paying it and actively paying attention and listening, I'm going in order here, right? I'm going in order. Number four is workout. You've all heard this before, but Mayo Clinic says exercise controls weight. I'm not a weight expert, but I do know that those in the gym typically tend to be in better shape than those who don't go to the gym. And I don't want to get in trouble. So that's the last thing I'm saying about that. But Mayo Clinic says it's important. (laughs) Number two, again, not a scientist. So I'm going to be very brief here. Exercise combats health conditions and diseases. Obviously, things happen. I actually had my uncle who, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but it just came to me, was very healthy, worked out often, and at a very young age, pass away of a heart attack. So this is not something that if you work out, life will be all sunshines and rainbows. And I understand that. But I think it's important because I also believe that if you would pull the millionaires in this world, a lot of them would have a consistent morning routine that has a workout included. So... I'm going to talk about three points that the Mayo Clinic has that I'm passionate about. One, I believe you should work out, and the Mayo Clinic believes you should work out because it improves your mood. You want to talk about your mood, hear my voice, hear the passion, here we go, right? When I get done working out in the morning, I am happy-go-lucky, which Callie hates. (laughs) Callie hates it because she may not be in the same mood I am at that time in the morning which is fine. I'm happy-go-lucky. I'm ready to rock. When I sit down, and we're going to talk about this next week, when I sit down and do the rest of my morning routine, my mind is ready to rock. I have a clear mind after I work out and during my workout. That's typically when the best ideas come for the podcast. That's typically when my future business ideas or ideas and thoughts for my career path jump into my head. Because I'm actively thinking, my brain is active. Hey, how we doing, right? I won't. I wind down the night before. So there are some things from the day before that I don't recap before I go to bed because I don't want to worry and be stressed when I'm going to bed. I want to sleep when I'm going to bed. So when I wake up, 
I'm ready to rock. I'm in a good mood. I'm recapping the previous day. I'm looking forward. I'm texting Hunter at 5.30 a.m., which <laughs> actually he's he's awake, which is awesome. I'm also texting other people at 5 a.m. They're not typically awake. Uh, and so sorry about that if you're one of them. This is where like I am so energetic in the morning and why I personally believe that I have been successful in this in the sports industry, in the sports career. Everybody goes to work for eight hours. Everybody. But what are you doing with those eight hours? How do you feel when you get in the office? What do you do? What is your production like from eight to noon? If you're in the office at eight, what is it like till noon? Are people coming in at 830 with their coffee and they're answering emails till noon and they're productive in the afternoon? Imagine if you can get four hours of worry. If, if, if the typical person's coming in and just being eh until noon because they don't have any energy and their mood isn't high. Imagine what four hours a day your morning can do in terms of catapulting you forward. Like I, one of the, the top clients that I've dealt with throughout my career path, like him and I have conversations, honestly, only from the hours of 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Because by the time 7 a.m. rolls around, he got a business to run. Like he's up and running and nobody else is up at that time. So that's when we typically talk. That's when I can ask him questions. That's when I can learn about him. That's when no one else is talking to him, but he's up, he's ready to rock. So why would I not mirror that? Right? I have more energy also, which we're going to get to that because that's Mayo Clinic's next point. It boosts your energy. If you get into a workout routine, again, let's pause. I've been running here for a little bit. Not saying you got to run 10 miles. I'm not saying you got to do six sets of squats at 425 and you got to be pushing the, the bench up, you know, with 300 pounds every morning. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it is weightlifting. Maybe it's walking. Maybe it's a hike, a bike ride. Maybe it's stretching and an ab workout for 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be a full-on intense workout, right? But I'm saying get your body moving and get your blood flowing. Get a workout routine in and just observe how you feel three to four hours after your workout. Like if you're sitting on a Sunday and doing absolutely nothing, go work out for the day and see how productive your day is. Then do this experiment with yourself. Wake up later in the day. You're going to get more sleep. Maybe you wake up at 10 instead of 6. You get more sleep on a Sunday. You watch football for five hours. Now feel, observe how you feel. Because I did that in college, and I felt terrible all Sunday. And actually, at the time, I was good with that. <laughs> but to you seniors who are coming up on graduation or coming up on exams, and you only have one more semester, how can you create a routine of getting up at 10 a.m. now? How can you start pushing that routine down? How can you start moving 15 minutes a month so by the time you graduate in six months, six times 15 is how many minutes divided by meh, a couple hours. <laughs> You'll be waking up a couple hours early. Like how can you create a routine now, right? Hunter is a better man than I am. 
There's no question about that, <laughs> which is why I need him on the podcast. He's also a maniac because he likes to hike before work every now and then. Like when he makes it to a top of a mountain, imagine the rush that he's getting of energy at 6.30 a.m. and he's at the top of a mountain watching the sun come up. You want to talk about gratitude. There's a good place to have your gratitude in the morning. Imagine standing at the top of that mountain before your family, friends, coworkers, managers, your competition, your clients have even woken up hours before they even crawl out of bed. You're the top of a mountain hours before they crawl out of bed. Imagine the empowerment you feel. Imagine the strength and the positivity and the endorphins and the dopamine flowing through your body. Oh my, you guys are firing me up right now. And I don't even climb mountains. I'm not that good of a man. <laughs> Number five, that Mayo Clinic talks about waking or working out. Yo, it promotes better sleep. You guys have probably seen the NFL commercials. 80% of NFL people use sleep number. Guess what? Why? Promote sleep. I don't have sleep number partnership, so take that as you wish. But <laughs> why are why is why are NFL players promoting sleep? Because that is important. Your body is meant to exert energy. Our bodies are actually built for when we lived in the wild centuries ago. Again, may sound like foo-foo, woo-woo-y stuff, but that's how God created our bodies. Our body is meant to exert energy. And by doing so and exerting energy, we can sleep very well that night and wake up the next day, guess what? With more energy. I have never met a man who can sleep on command more than my father. <laughs> And my father works all day, 10 to 12 hours, well, a day. Well, he's retired now, so it's only 40 hours a week now that he's retired. <laughs> all outside, all physical labor. And that man will knock out in 30 seconds. And if you make any noises, he's going to be upset because he needs sleep. And guess what? He falls asleep right away and he knocks out. He can take half hour naps like that because his body exerted energy and it's ready for bed. And guess what? He wakes up ready to rock, right? Like feel how you wake up and observe how you wake up on Sunday morning versus how you wake up in the, in the middle of the day. I wake up on Sunday. I feel like a lazy sack of, you know what? <laughs> because my rest day is Sunday and I actually don't really like it because I don't have a ton of energy. I typically think about drinking a Celsius because I got to get energy, which is not great. So wake up early, get some energy going because once you're moving, once you work out, once you get your blood flowing, you're going to have a better night's sleep. And I know this isn't cookie cutter stuff, but I just challenge you these four things this week. Observe. Don't dive in full headed, right? Observe what your morning routine is, and how can you place things in your morning routine that can create a mental giant, that can create a person who is ready to forge through anything and be elite in this world. That's all for today's episode. 
Y'all got me fired up. Next week, we'll talk through the remaining four ways how we can win before America wakes up. Everybody's doing it. And you know the annoying thing that everyone's doing on Instagram right now? Because everyone's doing it. They're all sharing their their Spotify and Apple wraps for the year. If you're going to do that and be annoying, you might as well share ours. (laughs) Right? Here's a couple stats for you, which I think is super cool. There are 114 of you that consistently listen that we are a top five podcast this calendar year for you. So you listen so consistently that when we release this thing at the end of August, you're, we are a top five podcast for you. 114 of you consistent listeners. 40 of our consistent listeners were the top podcast and 40% of our shares are through Instagram. So there are people out there with those raps. I know they are. People have texted them to me, which is great. I appreciate that. It's awesome. You're making me get a big head. Why don't you just do it on Instagram? Let everybody else know about it. <laughs> All right. Subscribe and share this episode as we just talked on Instagram because that's where 40% of the shares are. Give someone else the opportunity to hear about these experiences, these opportunities, these wins. Plant ideas that were impactful for you. Give that to somebody else. Follow the Instagram at Attitude Effort Results. Reach out to Hunter and I. Connect with us. We're not above anybody. Let's talk man to man. Let's talk man to girl. Like me and Hunter to man. And you're a girl, not we're a girl, right? (laughs) All right, let's talk. Let's impact others and continue to grow this thing together.